Okay, so today's daf we learned daf yud gimel, and we were, yesterday we were looking at trying to understand why Beit Shammai um, was of the opinion you cannot mitzaref slaim, uh, sorry, you cannot command all your coins into dinari zahav. Okay, now the first explanation was whereas Beit Hill says no problem, and we brought a priest and whether Rabbi Kiva did it for Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua. Um, the first explanation was Rabbi Yochanan's. Now Rabbi Yochanan says the reason was, and if you recall, that was because he says is that it was kesef rishon below kesef sheni. Which was that you can transfer when the Torah says Venatata Kesef, no, sorry, Venatata Kes, Venatata Bakesef, that wasn't Hadia, that you can go directly from food to coins, but not coins to coins. Now the question was, if that's the case, this is where we ended yesterday, but we see you can convert coins, like copper coins into silver coins, that wasn't a problem. And the explanation there is that they're not defined yet as being Kesef, these copper coins, until they get to a certain uh, value. Um, that was how we explained Rabbi Yochanan. Now, Rishim Lakish says, no, it doesn't make a difference whether you're talking about being put straight from food onto the coin or from coins to coins, you cannot go to gold coins. So my time at the Beit Shammai, why not? And here again, we've got a Shino Girs of the grass. So we sort of move things around like I explained yesterday. Because the Torah says, Hakesef implies a Kesef, meaning only silver coins, actually coins you can put onto and not gold coins. Gold coins are not considered a coins for this purpose. So if that's the case, the Gemara says, the aim, I'm still in the Shino Giris of the Gra here, the aim of Kesef, the If you're being so specific that if the Torah says, that uh, says, Venatata, back, sorry, Kesef, and things like that. If it's you're so specific to Kesef, then maybe you should exclude copper coins as well. Maybe it only means silver coins. So then that's not the case. Fatanena was, we'll see in a moment. It says, Haporet, Sela, Maot, Masasheni. Here, there, we'll learn in the next mission in terms of when you're combining copper coins onto silver coins, implying that you used copper coins in the beginning to be part of Masasheni. So you see, you can to use copper coins. So the Torah isn't being so specific. We're talking about you're combining to a seller from Masasheni. So it says, Maichadon. So what then is, uh, so what now? Time of debate, Shammai. What's the reason for Shammai? Again, Shinogirsa here is, meaning, yes, Kesef is not a specific term talking about silver coins. It can talk about copper coins and silver coins as well. And then, Nechoshev, the Kesef, they're both considered, because they are both considered fluid currency. In other words, you don't see people like throwing around very expensive gold coins in the market very often. Yes, they're used, but not they're not as fluid as silver and copper coins. And therefore, therefore, um, despite the fact they're a more important coin, they're still considered they're considered more like a pre and not kesef. By the way, this is almost like the opposite. What we saw previously, before, if you recall, we had the hierarchy in the, towards the end of the daf. We were saying that the pira was kesef, and it went nechoshech, and then zahab. The zahab was a tiva, if you recall. Here we're saying it's the opposite. And that's, there's a whole machok at Rishonim to understand in the context of Master Shani, is zahab tiva or kesef, and think, sorry, tiva or pira. That's the two expressions. Um, Reb Chaim in the Bureau Allah, um, in uh, Derech Hamon goes into a great length about it in terms of machok at Rishonim, how to understand what the status of zahab is. But um, that's way beyond the scope of Ashir. Okay. Let's now learn the next halacha. Halacha Dalit. It says, If someone wants to con- combine his copper coins onto a silver coin, we say, Bechama says, you can, you, can, you can use 
convert all your copper coins onto one big uh, silver coin. However, to a seller, that is. Beit Hillel says, no. It says, Beshekel Kesef or Beshekel Maot, which means half-half. Now, the question is, is Beit Hillel being more machmir or being more makil? The simple understanding is, it seems to be, that um, th- now th- that Beit Hillel seems to be being more machmir. Now, this is the second explanation of Reb Chaim, but I'm bringing it that way first. Okay, in other words, whereas Beit Shammai says you can convert it all to silver coins, it's not a problem. Beit Hillel is worried that if everyone converts their copper coins onto silver coins, what's going to happen? They come to your shalim, but when you want to go shopping, you won't be able to use the silver coins to buy anything. You're going to need copper coins. And if there are no, if there's a, this huge influx of silver coins where everyone wants to do, to to break the, to then come to your shalim and convert to these small denominations, the values of this small denomination denomination will inflate, and as a result people will, um, you got, the master Shani will lose out. So therefore, it seems to be that, 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 that Hillel is actually being more machmir, according to this explanation, to say you can't convert it all because we want to ensure that there's enough copper coins coming into Shalim as well so it doesn't ruin the, va- the values of the various coins. Okay? That's a simple understanding. The, the problem with that is that the, the Tosfot raises is that we know that there are certain machlokas where there's a list of debates where Beit Hillel is more machmer than Beit Shammai, and this is not listed as one of them. So it would seem then, I mean, again, the, the Rosh Surilio here goes into explanation to defend that position to say that's not just the Kasha, but nonetheless, it would seem then that it, we, we have to understand then, that's why I have another explanation, that maybe Beit Shammai is actually more machmer than Beit Hillel because this is absent from the list of cases where Beit Hillel is more machmer. So therefore, what does it mean? How would you understand it differently then? So the, the other way to understand it then is when Beit Shammai says you should poret it's not that you can do all your coins, copper coins or the silver coin, but you must do it all. Okay. In other words, already Rabbi says, if you recall, we said before, when it comes to copper coins, this is susceptible to rusting and ruining and then losing its value. So what Beit Shammai says, his opinion is, you should convert all of them because we're scared about the preservation of the value of Master Shani. I don't want you to have copper coins in your possession. So those are like two different ways of understanding it. One understanding, the first way we said is Beit Hillel's more machmir that says you cannot do all of them, where Beit Shammai says he's making no, you can do all of them. We're not worried about the, the impact on the currency valuation you're showing. The other way to explain it is, no, it's the opposite. The Beit Shammai is being more machmir. He says, I want you to convert the coins because I'm scared. What's going to happen if you have any copper coin in your possession? They might end up spoiling. Okay. There's much two opposite ways of understanding the debate. Okay. Now, next debate. Rebbe Meir says, Ein mechalim kesef perot al kesef matirim. Let's say you've got um, a shekel's worth of coins and a shekel work of peirot. Can I convert them to the two of them onto a seller together? And we'll, we'll, when we get to the matter, we'll see the debate in, in detail. But it seems that Beit Shammai, Rabbi Meir says you cannot do that. You cannot convert from coin onto coin. So therefore, you cannot convert, despite the fact you're converting parrot with it onto a larger coin, whereas Chachamim and Matir. Okay. Now, if, what about when you get to Yerushalayim? Haporat Sela shall Masasheni be Yerushalayim. If you're now in Yerushalayim, you've got a seller coin, a silver coin, you want to convert it onto copper coins in Yerushalayim, is there limitations on that? So Beit Shammai says, Beshamarim bechol ha-sela ma'ot, or Beit Hila says, Beshekel kesef, Beshekel ma'ot. So again, we're going to have to have a two way, like two ways of understanding this debate between Shammai and Hill. Who's more machim, who's more maker? If you say the first way, the Beshamai is being more maker, there's no problem, convert it to copper coins, I don't mind. Whereas Beit Hila says, look, I'm worried about converting them all. 
Um, and that is because, I'll just read you here. This is again the second part of the Chaimurim, opposite order. It says, That the value of the Prutot will go down in value. Let's say what's going to happen, you know, might not spend it all, and you're going to leave it in to the next regal, and if it was copper coins, you got too many copper coins there, they're all going to spoil. Okay, that's one way of explaining it. However, if you want to understand the Beit Shammai is being machmer here, they're saying you must convert them all in one go. How's he being more machmer? He's being more machmer because you have to appreciate every time I convert coins, there's going to be a conversion fee. Okay, so therefore Beit Shammai says, I want you, the, the school the school of Shammai say, but they say, we want you to convert it all in one go. Because if you don't go in one go, you do it piecemeal, you're going to, Master Shin is going to lose out because you're going to be reducing the pundion every time you end up doing a conversion by the Shulchani. Okay, so that's the way of understanding Beit Shammai is being more machmer. Again, the two ways of understanding the debate. Okay, and by the way, well, as we'll continue seeing other shiurim, you'd, you'd also view it in the same way. Is that person being more machmir or mekel? But again, I think I've done enough of bringing the two different sides. But let's have a look at the next case. Hadanim lifnei chachamim. Who are these danim lifnei chachamim? The Gemara is going to explain. So those who are done the rules, if you like, of all the chachamim, says, b'shlosha dinrei kesef o bedina maot. So maot is out nechoshet. Dinrei kesef is a silver coin. So effectively, you can only convert, or you can even convert, which I want to explain it, um, a quarter's worth. Rabbi Kiva says, So that's only a quarter of a quarter, which is a sixteenth, you can convert it to Nechoshet. And Rabbi Tarfon says, So an aspirate, there, in a, a dinner has five aspirate. So a, what well, that, when you go through the conversion there, is it's effectively a twentieth. So the difference here on how many copper coins you can do. However, Shammai says, no, nothing at all. You cannot do any conversion. Right. In other words, we're concerned. He's, he's, um, I think he is a concern about the copper coins, uh, here. Oh, we'll get to, sorry, Gemara will address it. Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. So, what it says, you simply give your copper coin over to the supermarket, set up an account with a master Shani account with Yesh or something like that. And you draw down from that account every time. So every time you buy stuff, you mechalel on it and, but the coin stays there. So you sort of draw down against that. Okay, let's continue. Let's say you go to Yushalayim. Now, if you recall, we said one is not allowed to, shouldn't eat that Masashini, but in a state of Tumah. So he has all this wine. He has Masashini money with him and he's bought a barrel of wine. And he, but some of his children are Tahor and some of them are Tame. And he wants to mechalel the Masashini onto the wine, but only for the boys that are Tahor to drink it because the boys that are Tame cannot drink it. So the Mishnah says, um, what does he do? The Omer Mash term Shotim Sela Zemuchula Letalav. So in, they, well, therefore he stipulates that which the Tahor boys are going to drink. My master Shane is Mechalal on what those boys are drinking. Now, how does that stipulation work? We'll get to that in the Gemara as well. How therefore, but the end conclusion will be that way the children can eat at the same table from the same food, some being Tahor, some being Tameh. And nonetheless, you can still have the capacity to eat your Masashini produce for those people who are able to consume it. Okay, that's a way of navigating that problem. Okay, that's the Mishnah, or Mishnah, I should really say. Let's look at the Gemara. So Rabbi Shimon Gamer says, Ma they, they, don't make that, they don't make that, that barrel um, tome then, if they touch it? Very good. So the Gemara will discuss that. In other words, um, it, yeah, we, yeah, so the answer is they could, but we're talking about a situation where they can't. So... Uh, 
If I go and explain any further, the Gemara, I'll basically be saying over the whole Gemara. Okay? So uh, we'll see it in a minute. Okay? Um, so Rabbi Shimon, the first case, let's look at the Gemara. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish Omer, Ma Pligin, Rabbi Merber Abanan. What's the machloket between Meir and Rechachamim? If you recall, Rabbi Meir says you can't machalal perot and kesef on kesef, whereas Chachamim say you can't machalal perot, perot and kesef on kesef. So what's the machloket? says, one man, Rabbi Rabban Rabbanan, the Rabbi Meir Rabbanan, he says, perot kesef. We're talking about with the perot themselves, there's not enough of them to machalal onto kesef on its own. Meaning, I'd need to use copper coins. So just reading Rechaim, he says, Rabbanan, the reason why say you can convert, say, Perot and Kesef on Kesef is because he, he, there's not enough Perot there to convert onto real Kesef itself. And I don't want to compromise my Master Sheni, because among the other options to, to, to if I was only going to put a, the Perot themselves would onto a copper coin. So it's best I, we allow him to convert these uh, Perot and Kesef onto Kesef, then this the Perot onto copper coins. Although the Perot Kesef, but if they're on the Perot on their own was enough for, say, a Shekel, a, a Kesef on its own, then we say, Afra Banan Modi, even Chachamim would agree that it's, that it's, that you should really only put it onto Kesef and not Kesef and Perot onto Kesef. And so, for example, Chatsi Dinar Kesef, Chatsi Ne Perot, Mutar. Dinar kesef dinar perot is uh, asur. So just read Rechaim. In other words, you've got a chazi dinar kesef, a chazi dinar perot, ubalachalanal dinar mutash, ain't a perot kadei matbea shal kesef. In that situation, since it's not about perot, for a simple, single matbea kesef, that's why it'd be mutar. However, if you've got already a dinar kesef and a dinar perot, then you wouldn't be able to combine them together. Okay, to a larger, uh, onto a, sorry, onto a shekel, I should have said. Because a dinar, two, two dinars is a shekel. So that's in that situation, you have to do the pair onto a separate dinar. Now, and Kolshagan, how much more so, Shtaininari Kesef, Shtaininari Peirot, also it would be also to combine them together onto a seller. Um, you just simply have to put the Peirot, even Chachamim would agree, put the Peirot onto two dinarim. Okay, let's continue. Now, if you recall, when you had this shirim in, in terms of in the Mishnah, when you're in Yerushalayim, you got your, um, your seller, how much do you convert it to in, into copper coins? How much of it can we sort of debate? And one of the opinions was that Danim Lifnei Chachamim. So Elohen Adanin, who are these individuals? That's Ben Azai or Ben Zoma. Gemara says, those are the, those are the Danim, that when the other one, when the Mishnah says that Danim Pnei Chachamim, that's Ben Azai or Ben Zoma. Elohen Atalmidim, who are the Talmidim? Because every so often in the, in the, the Mishnah says, Amru Hatalmidim, who are they? Who is it referring to? That's Hananya Ben Chachinai, Verabalaza Ben Matya. And who's the Eida Kedosha? Now, Edekadosha, it's difficult to understand what Edekadosha is referring to. According to the Pnei Moshe, he says, Makom shiniskar Edekadosha v'kala kedisha. So whenever you see that referring to, that he says, that's Hen Rebbe Yossi ben Meshulam v'Rev Shimon ben Manasya. However, again, here, Rashi goes into length. It says, it's not, that's not talking about kala kedisha. It's something else. Kala kedisha is somebody else. But again, I'm not really sure um, in, t- in terms of... Uh, any more detail than that? So there's a debate in terms of who this Eida Kadosh. What, what's the front? Right, the term Eida Kadosh refers to Rabbi Yossi ben Mushulam, Rabbi Shimon ben Nasi. No question. But in terms of where is it referring to, in Shastu, we see this concept of a Eida Kadosh is all referring to Kili Kadosh or not? But that's a debate between Simpane Moshe and the Rashtarilio. Okay. Next. Now the next, the the final opinion it says when you come to Shulaim, Beit Shammai, sorry, Shammai said, not Beit Shammai. Shammai says you should leave it in the Chanot. Yanechenu bechanot and simply draw down against it. I don't convert it at all. Now, my timer, what's the concern? The reason why Shammai says that is because if I've got Yushalayim now, I've got my Masasheni money, and I start converting it, 
Eventually, I'm going to have one pocket of Master Shani, one pocket of Chulin, one pay for my hotel fees, one pay for my Master Shani, and they're going to get mixed up all together eventually anyway. And you get you run into the problem, you might end up spending um, your Master Shani money on a taxi, which you're not allowed to do. So therefore, that's why his chosh is so concerned that when you go to Shalim, you take your Master Shani, drop it off at the, at the local supermarket, set up a Master Shani account, and then draw down against it. That's what he said. It's the best solution. Okay? Let's continue. Um, fine. Next case, Mishel Miktzat Banav Now, this, this relates to your question. What are we talking about in the case where you have Miktzat Banav Tamim So, Manai came here. First, we have to understand what the Tanai is. If you say, Imba Omer Mikfar, if you say that which my sons, uh, my Taurus sons take is, is Master is, um, is Masashani, then the problem is you're going to end up with wine that's a mixture of Masashani and Chulin together. So, you can't say Merosh, that is. It's going to mean If you say, um, uh, sorry, if you say when, once you end up drinking it, then he's already drunk it. He's already drinking chulin. So this is one of these cases, in other words, that which he drinks, we say that is Masasheni. It's one of these tnais that it makes it so that which he ends up drinking, that which he took is was we said I'm afraid what he pulled out of the thing was uh, Master Shani. So sort of sort of on the re- retroactive name. Now, this relates to your question. Gemara says, what case are we talking about? We must be talking about the Tmeim Tamemet, where the individuals were Tmeimet. Okay? And, and we're dealing with a Klicheres. So they could be an Avatuma, but they're a Klicheres. In other words, Kli is unique. It's not like any other Kalim. That they're not Metame Megabo. Meaning, it, if you could, a Sosatuma can touch the outside of the Kli, it won't make a Tame. Only if it dangles inside it, like inside a tumor. Only even if it's not touching the inside of the cleave, tumor's inside the cleave makes a tummy. So if we're dealing with some of the sons being a tummy met, they can pick up the jug, they can even pour it some of it into their and the, and the jug has to be from from Klecheres. Klecheres, exactly. Can't, and it can't be a normal barrel. It can't be a normal barrel. It has to be Klecheres. But by the way, if, you know, in the archaeological sites, and most of the barrels, will, most of the barrels will Klecheres anyway. If you remember, like if you do enough to live in Israel, right? But anyway, so um. So, so in other words, they pick it up, they pour it, they put it back, and they have an effect in it. So it must be talking about where the time met, and we're talking about Klicheres barrel. However, aval im the betmeim to matziva, if they're a zav, then that's a different story. Shazav metamabahesa. At the zav, can transfer tumah by simply moving it. So therefore, just by picking it up, even if he's not metama the kli on the outside, he's metama the, uh, the contents inside it. So that wouldn't work. However, it says, lo <coughs> However, that's also this distinction with Tumat Met and Tumat Zav is that they don't have a waiter serving them. If there's a, if there's a waiter serving them, I feel not to me if there's Zav, it doesn't make a difference. Because if someone's pouring it out for them, then no one's touching the barrel and it wouldn't be a problem either. So that sort of resolves those questions. As I said it wasn't point in answering because the Gemara sort of spells it all out. Okay, shorter share today. And with that, we finish the prayer. All right, cool have a good day. Oh, yeah, have a good day.